Hello and welcome to I'll Have What She's Having, a food and drink podcast from me, Sophie Wybird. And me, Hannah Crosby. Every week, Sophie and I sit down to dinner. She makes a dish, I pair a wine, and we put the world to rights. This week, we pair cheesy haggis toasties with South African Sanso. And we talk the Brits, Beyonce, and what we after sex with cook and author Easter Belfridge. Hello! <laughs> We're back! We're back. And there's, pl- and there's police sirens going off in the background. <laughs> every time, every time. Every time we want to start recording, someone has to be committing a crime in Bethel Green. Or a child is screaming. Or a child is screaming. <laughs> it's, it's screaming children or crimes mm-hmm. right on the doorstep. Right on the doorstep. Tell you who's just come right to our doorstep. We have a very special guest today. We've got, she's an extraordinary cookbook <laughs> author, I would say one of the most original mm. and creative recipe developers kicking around at the moment. Yeah. We've got Easter Belfridge here. Woo! Clap, Hi, clap, guys. Clap, clap. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, I'm honored to be back in this chair. I feel like it was only a matter of time because we probably name drop beyond average once an episode anyway. So. <laughs> it always, always, always makes me feel very, very honored when you do that. Thank you, guys. How has your day been? How has my day been? Well, I've seen you yeah. twice today. No, once today. So that's pretty good. Um, and twice in the last 48 hours. Sitting, oh yeah, twice in the last 48 hours. So that's just like the, the general aftermath vibes of that are just seeping through me. Mm. <laughs> and the smell of what Sophie's been making is... I, I'm, I'm so hungry, I can't even like contain myself. I'm literally salivating. <laughs> I'm obviously not going to spill the beans as to what it is, but... Easter's keen to get eating ASAP. Easter's been... That was basically my way of saying, when are we going to eat? <laughs> we can go straight into it. I love Let's it. Let's do you're, it. You're keeping us moving and I like it. Let's you get know to what? it. Let's get to it. No messing about. If you weren't here, then we'd have probably spent 15 minutes talking about just, fuck all. And just talking. jabbering on. <laughs> Let's get to nonsense. the most... Oh God, what have I just done with it? <laughs> She's just so excited. She's punching the microphone. I did just punch the microphone. <laughs> Let's see what's under the tin foil. So, under the tin foil today, I make that sound like it's a regular feature. <laughs> what we're eating What's today under the foil? is, well, before I say what we're eating, I think it's probably important for me to let you know the day that we're recording on, which oh. is Burns Night. Today is Burns Night. It is indeed. I so. checked my Google calendar. It's <laughs> in there. It's in there. Very exciting. One of, yeah, one of the best holidays of the year, I would say. Hannah, as our resident Scott, because I yes. think me and Easter are pretty ignorant about Yeah, I'm excited to Burns know what it's, a, yeah, what is, what it's, a, all I know is that Burns Night is responsible for the worst hangover of, my worst hangover of all time. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what happened? I went to, I got convinced to go, is it, it's Kaylee, Kaylee, right? It's a Kaylee, yeah. Kaylee. I love a Kaylee. That's so Kaylee, how you say it, right? Yeah, so Kaylee for people. <laughs> so Kaylee for people who don't know is oh, essentially yeah. a Scottish barn dance. Yeah. So I went to one of those at the Round Chapel in Clapton a few years ago with my mate Roma. And um I fuck can I swear on this? Yeah. yeah. Swear away. Uh, I fucking hate whiskey and like that's literally all there was to drink. Um and so naturally I just drank a fuck ton of whiskey. And, you know, dot dot dot. The worst. Next minute, throwing up haggis toast, not haggis toasties, like haggis neeps and, and it already kind of like, don't get me wrong, I love haggis, but you know, it doesn't look great. So coming out the other end once you've like, <laughs> yeah, texturally, not actually. Not the other end, that end. The, the same end. The same end. The repeating. same end, but it had been um, <laughs> digested. Digested a bit. Yeah. So Ooh. that was, oh my God. And the next day, holy moly, that was the mother of all headaches. Oh, you poor thing. Well, I feel like tonight it's probably going to be a bit more tame 
was going to say, oh, are you yeah. going to get us absolutely trashed? No, I, I got... actually feel really bad about saying all that about haggis now that we've got that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> As you were. Haggis is delicious. Um, but yeah, Burns Night uh, is a night in the Scottish calendar to celebrate the life and works of Robbie Burns, who is the Scottish national poet. He wrote amazing poems and like, they're still super relevant today. So um, Old Lang Syne we sing. Uh, Come on, the Robbie. poem that he wrote every, uh, that I we didn't sing know every that year. that was him. That's him. There you go. I do there know about go. Rob Burns. What does Old Lang Syne mean? Old Long Song. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, never knew that. Um, and he Wait, also the wrote... Old Long Song. The Old, old Long Song. song. Oh, I, th- I think that's it. I Fact think check. That's it. Fact check. <laughs> Sign in, Scots. <laughs> what? Old Lang is like old and long. Old. <laughs> old, lang. old and long. You old lang. <laughs> old long since. Oh, so it's long lord. Yeah, the words can be interpreted as since long ago or for old time's sake. Oh, oh nice. For so that's yeah, that makes sense. I'm yeah. for old time's <laughs> sake. Um, so yeah, he's still super relevant. He also wrote the poem that inspired of mice and men. Oh, there you go. Wow. When did Burns not originate as a as a concept? Mm. God, it can't. Jesus Good Christ! Well, I mean, I'm lucky. I've got my laptop in front of me. I'll tell you. <laughs> You're a bad Scott Hannah. Why don't you know this? I am literally a plastic. <laughs> I jock. have so many questions about Burns Night and Scotland in general. <laughs> yeah, this is the Scotland so special. Many well, what, what, okay. What is he like? The most important? Is he the most prolific Scott? I think he's one like of Shakespeare to the Scots, other... right? Yeah, he's like Scottish Shakespeare. So the first supper was held in memoriam in Ayrnshire in 1801 four years after he died Ayrnshire that sounds like a magical place can you say that word again it was beautiful Ayrnshire Ayrnshire wow it doesn't sound as good I can't yeah I'm not going to try again but that's actually lovely (laughs) Um, so yeah it's usually kind of like accompanied by a traditional meal of haggis neeps and tatties Mm. like if you're having a starter maybe like a cockaliki soup love cockaliki and then for dessert usually you get cranahan which I really wanted to make it's so good I have had that one creamy raspberry it's the whiskey is usually combined Mm. with the cream but it's a bit more subtle Mm, that is good stuff but that's very good can we go back to, well, no, I'm sure Sophie can. Can we talk about haggis? Because, like, we I, can talk I want, about I haggis. I know about it. People are scared of haggis. Mm, and I just don't think you should be that scared of haggis. It's delicious. Mm. So, I don't know if you'd guessed, listener, but we will be eating some haggis. Oh, yeah. Today. Did we actually not mention that yet? <laughs> <laughs> We've, we, we name dropped her a few times before we circled back around to it. But we're eating haggis. We're eating haggis in a kind of non traditional form, which is we're eating haggis in a cheese toastie. Oh, mama. First ever restaurant shift I ever worked was Quo Vadis and Black Axe Mangal Burns Night. Oh my God. You Wait, where were you working? I used to work at Quo Vadis. Seriously? Yeah, I worked there for about a year oh in the my kitchen God. there. No my first way. ever shift was at Burns Night. And then the night after... That sounds legendary. We Sorry. All, yeah. It was very legendary. I, I mean, it was my first proper experience of working wow. in a restaurant kitchen. And I think it was quite a baptism of fire to... Witness was, was all that was, was going um, on. Jeremy there. Jeremy was there. Lee oh was God. there. The works. The whole gang. Um, and then the next morning, when I had kind of I had a shift the next day, I had a haggis cheese toasted mm. leftover haggis, and it blew my mind how delicious mm. it was. So that's how we're eating it today. And we have got some very special haggis today, mm. which is from the lovely people at Piper's Farm. Oh, then who were a lovely farm. farm down in. Devon, and they also work with lots of different small holdings around Cornwall and Somerset and Dorset. Um, so this is some haggis that's made with lamb's offal and Ooh. pig's offal, I believe. 
Um, and I think it's going to be very delicious. Lots of nice herbs in there as well. Does haggis also have oats in it or is that not correct? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I think traditionally, traditionally it, was. it does. Yeah, but a lot it does. of modern ones might not do. And what's the, what's the, well, it's cooked in a stomach? I think you cook it inside... It's like a, it's in a really bladder? like a thick. Is it a bladder or a stomach? Or is it's it a meant stomach? to be a stomach. Let's God. It's meant to be a stomach, but a usually bleak, it's in it? like a bit of a sausage skin sort mm. of situation. Yeah, and Say normally sausage when you... skin situation again. Sausage skin. I was in like what, the skins that you put no, a sausage in. I know, in. I know, but I just it was nice alliteration there. Sausage <laughs> skin situation. Lovely. <laughs> you normally don't eat the skin with haggis though. You either boil it oh. or you kind of cook it in the oven. And then it kind of bursts out of its skin. Yeah, and then you scoop in a kind it of all out. Oh, so it doesn't way. get all like nice and crispy like middle. a sausage skin situation. No, not quite. It's a bit. It's quite flaccid. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not. It's not. It's not the kind of crispy sausage skin you want. Mm. You just eat out the innards, so it's nice and soft. Mm-hmm. Oh God. And okay. what are we drinking with it? Oh. So Easter kindly requested something light and red. I so, love light and red. Thank I you. Know. So I totally jumped at the chance to find something to fill the brief. Uh, that would also have the peppery notes in it that would complement the haggis. Yeah. So I reached for a bottle of Thirst, which is um, a Sanso cuvee from Radford Dale. It's so light. I mean, looking at the colour right now, it's practically a rosé. Uh, they're based in Scotland, in Stellenbosch in South Africa, which is known for usually like big, bold, punchy red wines. And he does normally make things that are quite serious and tannic, very strong. But um, this is his thirst range and it's like the total antithesis to that. His Sanso is like soft, barely there tannins with notes of cranberry. It's a very perfumed wine, but it's super, super easy to drink. Oh my God, I'm you, salivating. You introduced me to this one just before Christmas. Yeah. And I really liked oh, it. Oh yes, I did. I remember. So good. Let's see how it works. Let's pour ourselves a glass. Be right back. I feel like we could have like sexy um, elevator music when we do this. Do Ooh, that's a good idea. Oh my god. Oh my god, fuck yeah. Thank you. I'm so excited, thanks, so I'm gonna wait I'm no Damn. Yeah. Thank oh, look you. At you. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm gonna do I'm gonna wait until you guys have got yours. Yeah, yeah. Easter looks so cozy. She's in her blanket, tucked in on a chair, so with a glass cute. of red wine and a toasty. This is the most beautiful winter scene you've ever seen. It is very nice, I'm not gonna lie. Oh. I feel very lucky, thank you guys. That's okay, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Soph. Sorry, that's usually my job. Yeah. <laughs> don't you Clearly Sophie hasn't done enough work for making us the meal. <laughs> she has to pour the wine as well. <laughs> Do you ever make yourself wait to eat food? Not because you're trying to be polite, but just because if you finish first and everyone else still has their food, then you just get really sad. Yeah, you get really jealous. Yeah. All so the that's time. the only reason I'm doing it. I'm not trying to be Ooh, polite. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Looks so good. I'm oh going to get God. so many crumbs on my laptop. Cheers, team. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, that's so good, so. Oh, my God. You're that genius. is delicious. Mm. 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 Thank mm. you, Piper's Farm. Thank you, Piper's Thank Farm. Thank you, Piper's Farm. Mm. Okay. Let's go for the combo. Yeah, I'm Ooh, happy with that. Oh, my lovely. God. That is a pairing and a half. I'm really happy mm. with that. Oh. Oh, my God. We have had a really good roll this season. I know. We always do quite a blind pairing. It always works. Mm. But have you ever done a bad pairing? Mm. Have it ever been like, you know what? This does not work. I and just if- think that these ones have been particularly mind-blowing. Okay, but... yeah. 
Have you ever done one where it's bad and you'd had to admit it, or you just you just pretend <laughs> you just pretend it's a great pairing? Easter, if there's one thing you need to learn about me is that I'll never admit when I'm wrong, <laughs> or you'll just never do a bad pairing. Mm, it's true. Well, yeah. well, this is a fantastic pairing, and I could eat twenty five more, many, of many, these many, and seventeen more glasses of wine. Mm-mm. The thing about haggis is it doesn't really taste that awfully. I don't think because you've got mm. loads of nice herbs. No, and so yeah, it's peppery. really peppery. Mm. You got nice stuff to bulk out in there. Oh my god, yum! Is, it just if you like sausages, you'll probably like haggis. This is disappearing. Oh my god, this is such a good combo mm. pairing. Whatever, whatever. Thank you so much, Steph. This is amazing. Thank you for the wine, mm. Mm. Easter. What's the best thing that you've eaten in the last week? Mm. That's you just put me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the problem is, is that my memory is really bad. So, okay, what day are we on today? Wednesday. 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 Oh my god! All right, well, okay. So yesterday, Hannah and I and a bunch of friends went to a place called the Tent at the End of the Universe. And it's such a freaky re- name. It is a freaky name. It's a <laughs> nice little spot. It's mm. Beautiful. Um, and we had some pretty delicious um, Chinese New Year food there. Oh, lovely! What was the best dish? Oh, I think I could have had about six million of the scallops. Yeah, the scallops were really good. Mm. With um, the prawn toast was some of the best prawn toast I've ever had, and had it, actual it, it was also the first thing that came out, and we were all like gagging for it. The first like, thing's so, always the best thing I find. Oh my god! So yeah, just that first—it was like crunchy and hot and oily and prawny, and mm. we all went very quiet. It was properly prawny, you know what I mean? Yeah, love that. Properly prawny. It sometimes just, it's just pasty. Mm. Yeah, it's usually just a suggestion of prawn. Rather well, like than actual chunky, chunky prawn. Chunky prawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the kind of thing you'd see on like a really oat cuisine menus. Mm. Like <laughs> something, something, caramel roll with a suggestion <laughs> of prawn. <laughs> that was really good. We got like, we thought that the alcohol, because usually like places um, when they open, they're really generous with food and then they're like, oh, one drink per person. You're like, yeah, yeah fine. Mm. It was um, one bottle of wine between two people plus Ooh. a cocktail plus a welcome glass of champagne. Love mm. that. It was very, very generous. generous. Mm. We ended up ordering more, even yeah. though I said that I wasn't going to drink. I'm really trying. I so <laughs> many of so many people I know are not drinking anymore, and it's just like, oh god, I want to be that person. I want to be strong enough. I want to, but I'm just not. So I came with the intention of not having any drinks, and I ended up partaking in much. But the vibes were so good. We were on an amazing table. We the were vibes with. Were high. We were, were with your pals in a good restaurant. Why yeah, not? it's hard to resist. Mm. We were with Ben Lippett, Alamob. Lucas Oakley, a la mob. The old mob squad, my the old, old boys. The old mob squad. Uh, Kyver Kymans of My Lady Garden. Jordan King. <laughs> <laughs> also a la mob. <laughs> a la mob, yes. Of mob fame. Um, and us. And it was a really, really nice table. We had a great time. But um, nice. I'm thinking about things that I've cooked this week that we bought a massive pack of uh, drumsticks. So usually you kind of get like the, get like the normal pack of drumsticks where there's about nine. I think we've got a pack where it was about 30 and we just cooked them all in a one hour. We kind of like roasted them in a tin. So juicy. And I've just been nomming them for lunch for the past week. Oh, cold chicken drumstick is an unbelievable snack. I don't think I've had that for a while. I just remembered something that I did make that was really tasty. My memory's come back to me. On the weekend, I had a voucher from Christmas from Wright's Brothers. (gasps) So I was like, I'm going to use it on a turbo. I've never bought a turbo before in my life. I saw this. I, I saw this and it was... And it was really good, guys. I, I, it's so easy to cook as well. I've never cooked turbo. But anyway, I did a turbo with like a curried peppercorn sauce. So it was like a curry sauce, but with loads of like peppercorns in it. So like a bit of a best of both worlds situation. And it was 
really fucking good and so so simple i'm not i'm not telling you all to like go and make a turbo because it's ridiculously expensive like that's a, i'm not i mean the only reason i bought it was because i had a voucher but should if you, you come across to, a voucher? if you had to if you should you come across <laughs> a voucher or should you like have a windfall or like you know payday or whatever let me tell you turbo is really easy to cook it's just 180 in the oven for like 15 to 25 minutes, depending on like 15 minutes for a one kilo turbot up to like 25 minutes for a sort of a two kilo turbot. Um, and just make sure you like season it well in advance. So like the um, that all like permeates in and then put a nice sauce on it and Bob's your bloody turbot. <laughs> <laughs> it did look like a particularly phenomenal meal. You posted on your Instagram stories and I was... <gasps> oh, shall I tell you a secret though? I really wanted like fish and chips, but like kind of, yeah. Anyway, elevated for one of a better word. So I did the turbot, but I absolutely could not be bothered to make any chips. So I just got frozen chips. There so was nothing wrong with that. So I made a really low. good salad, like a really nice turbot, and just some frozen chips. I don't think there's anything wrong with an oven chip. No, oven chips. I've are never really actually made good. oven chips, but it was it was good. It was good. I, I love homemade oven chips, but like I had, I was cooking like two turbots. I couldn't do two turbots and some oven chips. Like I was like, no, it's not. Your good. oven's full. Yeah, my oven was full. It looked it incredible. Over. Spilleth over? Spilled over? It's, no. It's, it runneth over. Runneth. It was running over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it looked amazing. Sophie, did, did you make anything that you're particularly proud of this week? I actually made a pasta dish last week that I liked very, very much. Oh, really? I did a... So, pastory cheche is just mm. pasta and chickpeas. It's the most simple, delicious meal ever. You sweat down loads of edge and cook the pasta and the chickpeas in the pot with it. So I did that, but I did it with squash. That Ooh. looked so good. It you was had a little salsa V on it, didn't you? Yeah, did a little. It was just a yeah. pesto. Salsa V. I'm definitely little, calling salsa verde salsa. Salsa V, baby. I love salsa V. It was a yeah. It was I. I cooked squash down in with it with the pasta and the chickpeas, and then you like whiz half of it before you add the pasta. So the chickpeas mm. make it really creamy, and you put it back in. It's kind of like a cross between a soup. And a pasta. It looked really good. You also made a really delicious looking lamb thingy this week, didn't you? Ooh, that was, for, that was, was that for last really week. Good. Oh, was that last week? That was for pod? last week's podcast. Oh my God. Yeah, that Chris, really crispy lamb and beans. Good. If you haven't listened to that episode, then listen. Yeah, back honey, to you need that. to catch up. But I want to eat that. I want to. Oh dear, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Was it? That was my new tiny phone. I got mugged the other day, so I'm currently the owner of a really really old phone that kind of just like feels lighter than air and you know what my turns mom? off after five minutes i'm surprised it's even on shouldn't be on you know caution retail listener yeah. don't be on your phone at bus stops and look up because he's had a poor yeah phone stolen was, other hand it was pretty shit like i i know i mean obviously everyone knows that you shouldn't just like have your phone standing out on the street so but you I'm always like, do it anyway I'll but it i was time. it's not like i was like walking down the street with my phone i was just like chilling at the bus stop you're waiting yeah. and i was in a, it was actually really shit because i was in a really bad sad mood i was just like feeling really sort of down and unhappy and just like doom scrolling and then like Within milliseconds, there were like three people screaming and some guy had just like basically hit me in the chest, stolen my phone and like oh. broken my headphones. And I like literally all happened within a millisecond. I didn't know what the fuck was going on and why people were screaming. But it turned out that they had literally saw it all coming. He had like whizzed past them. So they knew it was about to happen. But obviously, I was like unbeknownst to it all. I don't know why I'm telling you it's this. It's so on the frustrating. No, anyway, it is so annoying. And now this, you know, I've got like theft coverage, but I have to like claim it and then wait for... But they basically have to decide whether they think that my claim is like 
Anyway, so I'm waiting. Anyway, why am I telling you this? Because my phone buzzed. You Sorry. get the joy, though, of having a really tiny iPhone, so you get it's to see so the... It's so tiny and light. <laughs> it's <laughs> really weird. My little sister calls that kind of iPhone an iPhone BC. Oh, my God, I oh, love whoa. that. That's we're funny. S- we're so old. <laughs> it's Savage. funny, though, because I resisted getting a big phone for so long. I hate big phones I know so what much. You mean. I hate them. I hate, like, the size of it. I hate the fact that we live in an era where we need these, like, screens on us all the time. And now that I have this tiny little phone where, like, nothing really works or happens, I kind of really miss my big phone. Anyway. But some people get burner Nokia phones just Mm. so that they can, you know, contact people, get calls and and not not access any apps, not doom scroll. Yeah, I would love, I don't know how you guys feel, but I would love it if we were in an industry where we didn't have to just, like, be on Instagram and be making content to, like, stay relevant and all that. Mm. I'm just like, really, that's the worst part of the job. It essentially happens until you reach icon status. Yeah, that's what, what and then people make the content make for, you. for you, but yeah. then you have to still be a part of that content. Yeah, I actually just feel like I'm too old to fully right? understand social media. I don't understand. I can do it to some extent, but I feel like I'm too old for it. I feel like a granny trying to be cool. People who yeah. are like massively on top of it, it's just like the thing they're most obsessed with. Like we talk about how amazing Seema is. Mm. Like Seema gets baked is amazing at content, but that's mm. because it's genuinely her passion. She like yeah. sleeps, lives, breathes it. Like, she yeah. Seema is a very, very talented content creator and she has done incredible things. Very impressive. I literally have a nervous breakdown, not a nervous breakdown, just a breakdown every time I try and make a reel. (laughs) I just, I have a breakdown, a pang attack. The other day I ended up posting one where the music was like so loud you couldn't even hear my voice and I was like, oh my God. I've done that before. (laughs) You know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to, I can't be bothered. I'm not going to start again. I'm not going to start again. I'll just take the comments of like, say, this is nice, but your voice is too loud. No, the music's too loud. We can't hear you. And I'm like, well, I don't care. (laughs) I can't take it down. I'm sorry. My actually least favorite um, interaction that I sometimes have with people on Instagram, which is a very specific breed of person. I don't know if you come across the Meester. Is chef bros who want to neg you saying that you're not a real chef. Oh my God, so I 100%. Got one on, they're, they're everywhere. But there's one in particular who sent me a string of really aggressive messages oh my last God. year because Get I said chef's life. perks to me eating a bit of crispy potato right. from the roast potato dish. And he took such offence to me saying chef's perks um, about that. Actually. that. He went on a very aggressive rant. In your DMs or In my comments? DMs. What? But like over several days kept building on it. What a fucking And then apologised. But then he reappeared he this weekend. I'll show you after this. But just really aggressive shit about how he's a proper chef and I'm not a proper chef. I'm a proper chef and, and she, I don't actually eat crispy that, potato skins. So... Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And then this weekend I posted an Instagram story because I was I did a pop-up on Sunday where we were doing a roast dinner for 40 people. Hmm. And we did a bit of prep on Saturday. And I posted an Instagram story saying, you know, prep day done for tomorrow. Looking forward to seeing you. Mm. And he was like, lol, prep day for 40 people, crying with laughter emojis. What a oh I just messaged him back saying, piss off. Also, please refer to your message above where you apologised for abusing me because you were in a really bad place and how it wasn't right to talk to strangers like that on the internet. Jesus Christ. Leave people alone. I know exactly, I mean, I don't know exactly who you mean, but I mean, I know that breed of person. The type, yeah. Um, And like, yeah, I get that quite often where, I mean, the one that's on the top of my head is just like a pasta reel that I did where they were like, uh, that e- that's not even how you chop parsley and I'm like what the I mean, what is how I chop parsley like, that's how I chop and like I'm very much a believer that like there are no fucking rules when it comes to cooking or there, there shouldn't be yeah. in my opinion but also to be fair on to that point that is why that is one of the reasons that I never call myself a chef one I don't see myself as a chef because 
I don't know how to do a lot of things that that chefs know how to do. I don't know the right words for things. I don't know the right way of doing things. But also because I want to avoid situations it like that. It opens you up. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. And I, like I said, just I, I do believe that the, you know, the most beautiful part of cooking is the creativity, the intuitiveness. I was trying to say like instinctuality. <laughs> That sounds like a really romantic um, film. I, yeah, yeah, the instinctuality. Of- <laughs> Sandra, starring Sandra Bullock. Yeah, <laughs> and the freedom of being able to do that without thinking, without um, like being cordoned off by like the right. This is how you make that sauce, and this is how you do that kind of. It thing. It should be whatever feels right for you, exactly. And is the outcome something that you like? If and it's that's delicious, the then way. it doesn't matter. What are these yeah. guys? I agree. What are these guys trying to achieve? Because they're clearly, if they wanted to do your job, then they clearly say that they could, but they clearly don't want to because mm. they have the chops. Because it's not a real job. They just want to make you feel shit. It's just misogyny. It's just misogyny. It's straight up misogyny. Yeah. We're just we're just constantly doing cookathons. Cook cookathons. <laughs> <laughs> All the cookathons. Oh, oh my god, what a nightmare. Yeah. No, so Easter, off the back of your very successful book, Mezcla, and all the touring to do with that, what fun projects are you working on at the moment? Where can the listener expect to see you popping up? Oh, very nice. Uh, well, nothing like is, and I haven't signed on the dotted line of anything, but I'm probably going to be doing pop-ups, uh, quite a few pop-ups in the next few months. I'm doing in maybe one at 180. Mm. Amazing. One at the Standard. And where's the other there's one more? And one at Brat. Oh nice. In in February, March. And then after that, I think I'm gonna be signing off from pop ups for the rest of the year and doing some like research and travelling and that kind of jazz. Lovely. Yeah. Oh my god. I need to come to the one at Brat. It sounds amazing. February, March. There too. So no, the one at Brat, I mean, it's not confirmed yet, but it's probably going to be on the 1st of April, which is April Fool's Day, which I love. And also <laughs> I'm going to make it my unofficial birthday party because I'm going to be away for my birthday. Yeah. So, Where are you going? Um, well, so I'm going to quite a few. So I'm going to July, uh, July in Italy. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to Italy in July to... Um, which will be very nice, but also for kind of a somber reason to um, my dad's ashes. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be really special and something that I've felt quite, I just feel quite uncomfortable that we haven't done that yet. The fact yeah. that he's not, it's not he's not been laid yeah. to rest. Yeah, I mean, he won't be laid. We're going to scatter. But scattered to rest. Sorry for taking this to a bit of a somber place. <laughs> but um, no, so yeah, it sounds beautiful. I'm really looking yeah. forward to that. So that's going to be in a really weird way, the highlight of my year, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a special thing to do. Yeah. So going to be in Italy, which is really nice. And then uh, I want to go back to Brazil this year because I haven't been in a long time. And I'm hoping, I'm trying to like convince my mum to come with me because my 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 mum is like as Brazilian as it gets, but she's now lived in England longer than she lived in Brazil. Um, And I've been to Brazil with my mum loads of times, but not like as an adult. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go to Brazil with her in May, which is, I'm working on it. It's yeah. going to happen. But that's yeah. going to be amazing. If you're listening, Easter's mum, do it. Yeah. <laughs> do Put it. Those tickets. She won't. She, my mum doesn't understand the internet. Yeah, Love my you, parents mom, don't really are, get podcasts. Listen, I don't think she would know how to listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mum's super smart in her field. Like, she's an amazing nutritionist and she's like very, very, she's a smart lady, but she doesn't know how to do it. Different podcast. kinds of smart. Yeah. Needed, We've all got our. So. Like we, so like we were talking about before Maths. about boys who know how to code, <laughs> and like absolutely not your your partner. You you basically 
don't even bother trying to understand, right? No, because no, no. There's just, literally it's no a different point. part of, it's a different skill set. It's a different language. Well, it's yeah. several different. He speaks a lot of languages that I don't even know a single word of, which are, you know, the coding language. I know that there's, you know, C++. Oh, you mean a coding language? Python. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I'll just... stop there because I will embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. You essentially live in the coding hacker scene of a spy movie, but like 24-7. Yeah, it's actually, it's really riveting. Yeah. It's so riveting. Oh, bless it. <laughs> whenever I see him, or whenever I kind of come into your house and he's sat on the table with the monitor on, his eyes just say, help me. Yeah. <laughs> no, he <laughs> loves Does it. Does he not get like, eye pain? Surely that must be painful on the eyes. Well, he's quite blind anyway, so well, just keeps glass, those glasses on. Girl. I know. Sorry. And I just, I spilled it because you're talking to me. I distracted by Hannah, like really sexily swill- swilling, swimming, swiveling. Swiller around. Swilling. I should in the know flick the, of the wrist. Wrist. For this, what's the word? Swilling. You can't, really, Swilling. you can't really hear a swill, can you? Let's all swill at the same time. It's pretty silent, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> That's that not very interesting. <laughs> That's not very good podcast material. Let's move swiftly on. But Easter, when we were talking last night about you coming on the podcast, we said, just give me a vague idea of what goes on. I was like, well, we start off talking a bit about food and wine, but then we kind of go into a bit of a culture dissection mm. and you're like, fuck, no. I yeah, can't. I'm re- yeah. Popular culture is not my thing. I don't. I just don't know what's going on in the world. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on in terms of like pop- popular culture and like, you know, new bands and like reality TV. I don't know. But Did actually, we- you know what we were talking about that I'm desperate to find out the identity of that that what that oh, yeah. the socks Instagram guy socks house meeting socks house meeting who are that. you present What's, yourself who's socks house meeting socks Explain. house meeting so I've been funny yeah so funny but also the the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's so funny but I don't understand it because I don't understand these all these new words so he keeps on using words like lingy and lengy and thotty and I'm like what does that mean and I don't know Hannah can you can you for um, me and for the translate? listener who is he uh, yeah, well, we she. don't know. Or she. We don't oh, know. Or she. We don't they? know. And you know what? I was actually outside having a fag. And um, was it, it was either Ben or Jordan. I both and were like, Hannah, be real. Are you Socks House Party? And I, was, <laughs> oh, like, I love that. Are you, are you Socks oh, House my... Meeting? And I was like, no, I'm not. No, it was Lucas. Lucas came up and was like, is it you? Are you Socks House Yeah, for the meeting? listener on Instagram, I think it's at Socks underscore what? You House do, Hannah. House underscore, underscore meeting. What kind of content are we talking Oh my God. It's just like very, very niche and you will only get it if you're in East London. So this probably doesn't make for a very good international oh, listener. Sorry, I shouldn't have but it maybe, up. no, maybe it will. It's so funny because it just takes the piss out of people that you is probably this, hate. Is this only did the meme of Jordan? Oh. Yes. Oh my oh. God. What? They did Jordan's a meme. Of meme that, oh my God. Tell me more. So, oh God, I got to find this. So good. Um, Jordan King, our friend who you may know um, from Mob and from his other kind of foodie work. Also, sprinkling of fashion things was made into a meme by this social media page. Oh my god, I missed that one. Which is the only reason I know about it. When I discovered the meme page, I sent it, because he hadn't liked it, I sent it to George saying like, hey, have you seen this? This is hilarious. He was like, no, I've never seen that before at 4am. I said, are you being sarcastic? Yes. Oh my god. 70 people have said it to me. so funny. It's the photo of him in the football, in the vintage football t-shirt saying, bloke core guys in their mid-30s trying to woo you with their inconsistent coffee regime. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I haven't seen that one but yeah they're just so savage like there's a photo of Chin Chin saying like what what yeah what your wine says about you and there's a photo of Chin Chin that says I think your happy meal is on its way <laughs> oh that is mean Chin Chin is delicious and affordable and I stand by it 
I'm not a massive fan of chin chin. I find it too acidic, but that's just me. It's a 50-50 of where like, yeah, the style's super acidic, but I find it's like a 50-50 chance of like whether you're going to get a good one or not. Oh, that's interesting. I see, I see. Or it feels a bit flower. It's lovely. Yeah, they've got, um, yeah, so it'll be like a photo of like some people that look like East Londoners. And the <laughs> caption will be, hey man, do you think if I take a photo of myself stood outside Jolene holding a Pano Raison, <laughs> then my vintage Barcelona football scarf over my head... That that lit, that litty girl Cynthia will let me take her to top cuvee. <laughs> so good. Okay, but okay, please can we reveal urban yourself? Can we urban dictionary litty, lengy, and thotty. So litty. So if something's lit. Mean? So if something's lit, it's like yeah, this is like I know what lit. Good means. fun. Yeah, litty. Is litty just? It's just litty. litty. Just yeah. just lit. Someone, okay. Something is lit. So what's Some, what's thotty and lengy then? Leng. So leng is, like is like sexy. Buff. Yeah. Oh. But, Thought is slut. So oh. thought is actually an acronym for that hoe over there. Oh, no, it's not. My I did God. not yeah, know that. Yeah, 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 that, ho- that hoe so over there. do you, okay, question. Do you just know this stuff or do you have to look it up like me on Urban Dictionary like a massive lame ass? It's like the first time that I read A Clockwork Orange. You can't consult online. You just got to go with the flow and gradually learn the I new language. Know. That's the most middle class niche reference. I just made myself. It's like when you read Clockwork Orange. Uh, <laughs> I actually read the book before I saw the film. Um, what have we got? Well, in terms of uh, cultural moments, that means I want to talk about. Uh, cultural what? Cultural moments. Cultural moments. In the last week. Oh, they... Um... Something I want to talk about is that there was a big hotel opening in Dubai this week. <gasps> at Atlantis the Royal, the hotel is called. And they seem to have shipped out every single celebrity under the sun. And they got Beyonce to perform and paid her 24 million US dollars. What? For one performance? For one performance. Oh, I bet you, it wasn't a full show. I bet it was just like a couple four of songs, songs probably. Yeah. And I... What? I just don't understand how... Oh, my God. She doesn't need the money. I can't get my head around. Beyonce does not need the blood money of Dubai to fly out there and get 24... It's a lot of money, obviously. Yeah, But I don't think Beyonce needs $24 million. When you get to that point, why... Like, you are Beyonce. You've got it all. She's also married to Jay-Z. Like, you're killing it. Like... Why do you need another $24 million? I kind of think you can afford no to be a little no bit more principled, maybe, yeah. if you're Beyonce, and say, do you know what? I actually don't really agree with the way that LGBTQ plus people are persecuted in the Emirates. Especially. I, especially off the back of Renaissance, an album which explicitly was there. To celebrate. To celebrate all that culture, you know, like ballroom culture. It was dedicated to her uncle who died of HIV when she was a child. I didn't know that. And it felt like it was a real celebration of queer people. Mm. And then she just goes and performs in Dubai. What's that about, Beyonce? I love you, but why? Why? I felt a bit disappointed in her. I mean, the you know what that choreography really reminded me of? Like, you know, the North Korean like um, dance routines that they do where everyone's like in massive synchronization and everyone kind of like moves like a wave. It kind of reminded me of that. I thought that was quite litty. And I thought she looks pretty lengy. Oh, I've, I've, already for, I've already forgotten what litty means, guys. We'll write you a little... We'll write, what does write it down mean again? Litty just means like... Super fun. Oh, li- oh lit. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Litty. litty. Oh, my brain, I really need to start remembering to take my fish oil pills. In fact, they're in my jacket pocket. No, seriously. Maybe it's I not... need to start getting on the cod, li- cod liver oil. Well, I mean, the problem is, is that you need it. And then you forget to take it and it's all like, you know, a, what's that word? That's that phrase I can't even remember. <laughs> Symbiotic. Vicious circle. Vicious circle. It's a vicious circle. I used to pride myself on having a really, really good memory. Really? 
Really? And I feel like I was known for it amongst oh. my friends and now it's it's really depleting quick. Trying to get problem. on that brain training, get the Sudoku yeah, out. Yeah, I really need to do some of that. <laughs> I, my biggest problem is like, I know what I want to say and I've got like, it's formulated in my head, in my brain, but like I forget the words, I forget yeah, phrases. Yeah. It's actually quite worrying. Yeah, I get mm. this increasingly. Mm. Easter, do you like music? What kind of question is that? Because <laughs> we want to talk about the Brit Awards. Oh, um, yes, I love music. Not all music. Um, Some. Um, but I, I'm i the wrong person to talk to about the Brit Awards because, again, that's about popular culture. I'm not. I reckon you could I get like, enraged like... if we engaged you on it. All right. Yes. On the, on the particular. Me. So the background <laughs> to the tea is that for the first time, and it seems like a great thing in principle, for the first time, the Brit Awards have introduced, instead of having like female artist of the year, or male artist of the year, they've just got artist of the year, which oh, is great. I've heard, I actually think I know about it. Is, and, and all, all the nominees are male. are men. Every single one, including... What the fuck? It's like, mental. You know, you, 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 going back to the Beyonce thing and with this, like there are so many people working with either that individual or in this organisation that you think that one person would be like, hey, you know, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. Maybe, like, was there not one person In what world is George Ezra better than any of the best female artists of this year? Also, the man I was digging on last week, Central C, is also nominated I as I don't know who artist. either of those people are. Can Oh, can... It tells you a lot. Hannah, can you do a little... Can you sing George Ezra and can you sing... Um, <laughs> so if you sing whoever the other person Central C is. does. How can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. Oh, come <laughs> on! Are you that's, serious? And that's literally, that's literally what he's done. Oh, and the cover of Let Her Go, where he calls someone a hoe. Only oh know that, that when you're feeling low. Only know that <laughs> when you're missing okay, yeah, Only know that when you're going You're such a hoe. That's that's his addition to the song. And uh, then George Ezra. So all. So oh my god. I, this is actually. I'm still trying to process this. They come up with a whole new category for pers- for artist of the year. No, so as not to discriminate so against like non-binary and then people. Every all of the nominees are male. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is. You can't make that. How shit many up. people have to look at that up. list? And four of them are white. Oh my god! But George Ezra probably like I'm sure he's a lovely guy. But my mum roasted him really accurately once. So he has this song called Shotgun. Oh, oh. I'll be yeah. riding shotgun <laughs> underneath <laughs> the hot, hot. Okay, And my mum okay. said this is the kind of song that plays at Latitude and all the boring middle class white families like yeah, this is, is a, a song of our summer. Song. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking terrible song. And they think they're unique, but they're not. And I thought that was probably my mum's best ever oh roast. Okay, I, if I had to nominate a British woman, I would nominate Charlie XCX. Is she has British? All oh the God, bangers. She is British. Little Sims. Little Sims. Actually, Little she Sims. won last year. Little didn't. Sims. Like, how is she not in it? Her new Nominate album is her. Fucking amazing. Her. It's yeah. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, I'm just it's looking ridiculous. through all the nominations right now. It's not pretty white. Um, International Song of the Year. God, so we've got nominated. a few nominations. There's a few bangers. Break My Soul by Beyonce. Banger. Oh my God. Banger. Wait, I thought the Brits were just for. This is international. They do songs. Oh, sorry, you did just say international. I yeah, in one ear out the other. You did just say that. As you were, Beyonce, break my soul. David Guetta with his remix of "I Am Blue." Oh my god! Bullshit! Bullshit! So I always used to think the lyrics to that were "I'm blue. If I was green, I would die." And he seems to really like blue. So, like, to me, that made I'm sense. Blue, if I'm green, I would die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm blue, if I was green, I would die. That's amazing. Wait, what are the actual lyrics? 
It's da da dee da 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 Oh, that shit. I know what we you mean. A lot of beautiful, gorgeous black people having an amazing party, and I'm just like struggling to see where, where does Ed Sheeran comes in. in. He mm. just does a little verse on it. Does he? Oh, he's standing there. Oh, he just I crazy. sorry, I still can't get over the fact that there's no female artists. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. In, uh, in the uh, 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 what in this day and age? In this day and age, where everyone is having to prove themselves, and everyone has a, is having to prove that you know. <laughs> Everyone is trying to prove that they're not like misogynistic, homophobic, yes, yeah. racist, yeah. like transphobic. Everyone's, all of this. We're checking ourselves all the time. Everyone's Literally checking everyone's themselves. trying to prove that. And yet, and then they come up with just like five white men. Or is like, it? Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, this what? is totally fine. And, and yeah. no I'm one was sure like, hey guys, hey guys, actually, this, this is, oh my God. Um, so next we've got from the Encanto soundtrack, which I haven't seen. We don't talk about Bruno. <gasps> banger, Ooh, banger, Encanto. Banger. Oh my God, that is a good song. I haven't seen oh, Encanto. I can't. We don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. No, no, no. Sounds lit. So good. He's going to hear our rendition. That's actually, actually, Hannah, you should listen to it. Next time you need to like do the dishes, like wash up. It's yeah. like a really good like washing up. Belt song. it out. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So next we've got a song called A, B, C, D, E, F, U. Oh, I get it. A, B, C, D, F, U, when your mom. I spend too much time on TikTok, so I know these songs. It's my confession. Then you might know the next one. Ooh. First Class by Jack Harlow. <laughs> oh, what a song. Another interpolation, which another, is annoying. Another What's song that word, like? interpolation? Interpolation. What's that? What does that Where mean? Where you just nick a bit of another song. Oh, he right. nicks Fergie, oh, like Glamorous. We're flying first class. I've been at E, spoken at S, seven at I I think I like that one. I could put you in first class. You guys. I think that's my favorite to win. I love that song, but yeah, I've been told that I'm. No, wrong. I would say. Um, I'd push up also break my soul, yeah. Ab- that's a fucking banger. Despite oh her discretions God. in Dubai, I still think that album was. The pretty. Dubai discretions. Could be the name of her next album. <laughs> Ooh, We've I like got that. About Damn Time by Lizzo. I'm not a Lizzo uh, fan. No, I'm not really a Lizzo fan either. What? I like. So, I actually, no, that's not fair. How I'd, can you not be a Lizzo I like, fan? So, I like. Um, I like some of her older stuff, mm. as in not her older stuff, the album that everybody loved. <laughs> I'm not proclaiming no, to be an No, I do like that song. Fan. And like, I don't, I don't have TikTok, but uh, I did, I like all those videos did migrate to Instagram, the ones where everyone was like, uh, how, how does that, cor- the chorus bit goes like, in a minute, I couldn't, I just don't Next up, we have Lost Frequencies and Callum Scott with Where Are You Now? I have no idea what that is. Next. Next. Um, we've got One Republic with I Ain't Worried. Don't know what oh, that is either, but no, I don't think I like One Republic. I, I know, yeah, yeah, exactly. I have those feelings. <laughs> like I don't, can't think of any of their songs, but I know I don't like them. I know there's that one with Timberland from like 2006, Apologise with a Z. <laughs> it's too late to, to apologise. <laughs> it's too late. A- and finally, a-, a song that I do not need to play, Antihero by Taylor Swift. Yeah, banger. Don't know how that one goes. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. That one. Oh. 
on, keep going. A 1975 no, well, for any awards. They're not international, admittedly. They're nominated for quite a few awards. Okay, good. They're Best Rock Alternative Act. Um, what else? What else? Any, no single of the year? Group of the year, not song of the year, no. What? Mm. That makes so me So what angry. are the categories? So we've got oh. MasterCard Album of the Year, mm-hmm. Artist of the Year, Song of the Year, Group of the Year, Best New Artist, International Artist of the Year, International Song of Sorry, the Year. Koji Radical's up for... Be- Koji Radical's on for Best New Artist. He's been around for time. He's not new. International Group of the Year, Best Dance Act, Best Hip Hop Grime Act. Best Pop R&B Act and Best Rock Alternative Act. Sorry, but the Pop R&B Act has no R&B in it. Ooh. That's just pop. Yeah, we've got Cat Burns, who's like singer-songwriter She's kind of like poppy, poppy, solely poppy. What, yeah. pop and R&B is the same category? Same category. What the fuck? This is just a very offensive list. Pop, how are they the same category? If they're going to have categories, yeah. then... What, what, what's the point of having categories if you're going to put like two Only very one. different genres in one category? Might as well just not have it. The best hip hop. Likewise, the best artist. If you're not going to nominate one of them, then just separate it. Yeah. Uh, Central C is nominated. Yuck. Dave is nominated, who I used to love, but he has some dodgy lyrics. He basically. I do love him, but you told me about his dodgy lyrics, now I think I need to revisit. But also, like, in in his last album, he has a line about, yeah, my girlfriend better not be going to carnival. What? Why? Controlling. Why not? Because he's controlling as fuck. What, because there's too many hot men there? Too many hot men. Too many hot men at Carnival. You're jealous, too jealous. Loyal Carter, who I think should probably be be a bit more deserving. Finally, Stormzy, who released a very (gasps) mediocre album. I feel like Stormzy is a national treasure. Um, Even if his most recent album wasn't the best. It was more flop than bop. Sorry, Stormzy. Ooh. Whoa. Did you just make that up or is that a thing? More flop than bop? No, I made it up. Oh, okay. You should uh, copyright that. I should, I should. Shall we move on? There's another list of nominations that were released this week that I want to flag before we move on. Okay. Which is the Oscars. Oscar nominations were released. Um, and Avatar, the, the sequel, has received so many nominations. And I just need someone to explain to me why Avatar is good. Because I really don't understand. So I'm the wrong person to, because I haven't seen one or two, and I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I They're blue, right? They're blue, They're but why? Blue, <laughs> They're blue, and if they were green, they would die. Right, guys? So that's what that's all that people need to know about that. That's what we can take from it. But if they like, were green, they it, would die. Is it good? I think I read a tweet online that put it really, really well for me, and I think I might mention it to you before. Avatar is like the highest grossing film of all time, above Titanic, of above everything. Of all time. But, but can you name a character? Can you name a line? I've seen a it. wine. A line. Can you name can a wine name... from Avatar? <laughs> <laughs> what grapes do they grow in whatever universe they live in? And who um, is the Melier? Name every wine. No, that's actually a re- no, that's a really good point. How can it be the highest grossing film of all time and none of us here can name a, a character. character? Or a wine. To be or a wine. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Come on, come on. I mean, I'm pretty sure they had like a Bordeaux on the Titanic. I've only seen it once. I've seen the first one once, I didn't get it, and I won't be rushing to the cinema to see the second one. It's wild, because the same way that you ride a horse is the same way that you burn. <laughs> Wait, what? Can so they, they have, like, the long plaits at the back. They've got this long, dark hair, but it's kind of really hiding, like, this pink, meaty tendril that comes out of their head. That sounds horrible. And it's like Why? a little, like, worm that, that comes out of their hair. And Wait, to sorry, ride the horse, sorry, there's a worm coming out of their head yeah yeah there's kind of like Braided a tendril like a tentacle a it's into a braid so you can't see it but oh. it's like inside the braid and then the and end is it is like, like for balance or something or? no 
when they ride the horse, they attach their worm to the horse's worm that's also on the back of the horse's head. But it's essentially bestiality because then later on in the incredibly awkward sex scene uh, where they have sex, they connect their two hair worms together. And then they, do they not connect anywhere else? Do they have... They grind. They grind but, oh, and so they, they connect their hair. They, do they not have... Um, um, bits. bits. Genitalia. <laughs> I don't Genitalia. think they do. I don't think they do. I think they just have a little grind. So they just have headworms. And, oh, and then, God. yeah, they fuck surely with their brains. So, surely so much is stimulated by the headworms, though, like tying up your hair. Ooh, oh, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> and I'm really... how embarrassing that is. Oh, I don't like it. I'm not sold. I'm not going to see either of them. Yeah. The other thing in the Oscars that they always bloody love is biopics. I Mm. feel like in the same way that uh, musicians now love sampling and interpolating other people's music. There's no such thing as an original idea anymore. would just fucking love doing stories of other people. Have you guys seen, I'm sure it's nominated for a few things or at least uh, Best Sporting Actor. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I've Have you seen that? I've still not seen it. Oh but my I know, God. Sorry. I know that's a film it that's amazing that I should amazing. see. Amazing. And it's just the weirdest film I've ever seen. Like there's scenes where, you know, it's just like she has hot dogs for fingers and there's scenes where there's just like flying dildos everywhere and she's like they're having a fight with dildos. And then there's a scene where um, instead of ratatouille, they have, um, what is it? It's an, a different animal and they call it, right, what's it called? It, Oh my god, this is gonna piss me! Can you can you Google everything everywhere all at once? Ratatouille, and it's just a different animal that they have instead of ratatouille. Oh you will god. be pleased to know that it's nominated for many awards. Yeah, thank you. It's so good. It's a raccoon. Raccoon. That's it. What do they call it? Raccoonatouille. Raccoonatouille or something like oh raccoonie. 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 Oh my god! It is just it's it's the wildest film I've ever seen. There's so many. It just goes from crazy to crazier. But actually, Michelle Yeoh has made history as the first Asian woman to be nominated for actress in a leading role. Oh my God. Seriously? And she also won last year Time Person of the Year, Icon Mm. of the Year, Icon of the Year. She is is an icon. She is an icon and it's about damn time that people... How can that be possible that's the first nomination? Crazy, isn't it? 2023, man. I mean, I'm glad that it has happened, but... I mean, Sorry. yeah, but I mean, yeah, the Brits are an absolute mess, but how have we also only just got an Asian woman nominated for Best Actress? Insane. That's crazy. There's a lot of nominations for the Banshees of Oh Inisherin. my God, so I've not watched good. that Didn't yet. Didn't see That's it. Love Colin Farrell. Love Colin so, Farrell deeply. Colin, oh yeah, does, does Colin get Best Best Colin, actor for this. Colin gets what I mean, everyone he wants. He, 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 get, he gets it he every gets damn it. day. He gets it. He, he is. He get it. <laughs> He is nominated to be for fair. Best, he would yeah. get it. He would. What from all three of us? Yes. <laughs> nomination. Nomination to all rounds. <laughs> I pledge. Okay, no, I pledge but, allegiance to Colin. Okay. No. But okay. Back to not. I mean, not no, objectifying him for his looks <laughs> and just objectifying him for his talent. Yeah. Holy shit! That is a good film. I only watched it. Still. Really good. I really want to like do some spoiler alerts, but I shouldn't because but, neither of you no. have seen it. The other I really film I haven't um, seen no. that's heavily nominated and people love. Heavily nominated. Heavily, <laughs> I can't speak anymore. Has many nominations. <laughs> Heavily nominated. <laughs> Is <laughs> can I have some more wine, please? Yeah. You get the remainder. Um, after Sun, 
is a film that everyone's been raving about saying it's one of the best things ever. And Paul Mezcal <gasps> has been nominated for Best Actor at the Oscars, which is lovely. Oh my God, I really want to see that. We were actually, Jordan and I were talking about that yesterday. Another shout out for Jordan Ezra King. God, Jordan's getting many name drops episode. Oh, what a guy. What a thing. guy. What do you mean, what poor thing? I was like, poor thing. I was like, maybe just, maybe he doesn't want the attention. Maybe he doesn't, but he's going with it. He's he, going to get the attention. He's got the attention. It's um, so we were just saying that both of us really want to watch it, but we can't listen to sad music or watch sad films because I it's just either. too much. I can't. I can't. I, I basically only watch things that are funny or happy. Same. Which is really limiting. You've got to it be in a really makes, good place. I'm a real philistine with films I just because I don't watch anything serious, really. Yeah. Because I just don't want I don't the bum. I don't want to be bummed out. I don't want a buzzkill. No, I just want to have a nice time. Yeah. It's why I... Because only life watch is already Paddington 1 and sad 2. and complicated enough. Like, yeah. You don't need that in your spare time. It's there to uplift you. I don't want it to be serious. Ain't nobody got time for that. Don't want to learn. I want to watch Paddington 1, Paddington 2, about a boy. I've never seen That's one or two of, of Paddington. I love a boy. Wait, so are you just naming Hugh Grant films? Weirdly, yes. He's not in Paddington 1, actually. Oh, I'd like okay. to point out. Okay. But I watch Paddington 1 and 2 because they will change your life. They are genuinely... Solid, Paddington 1 solid and Paddington films. 2. They're such good films. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word Recommend, for it. And they're very, they're very uplifting. Okay. I do cry in both, but happy it is. Okay. They're mm. very sweet. I do like them. Shall we move I think on? You go- okay, sorry. Can I just wrap up by saying you guys really have to watch everything, everywhere, every... Everything, everywhere. everywhere. All at once. Thank you. What is, like, someone I knew someone said, every place... Everywhere, all of the time. I think we're awfully quite hysterical today. We've had not even two glasses of wine each and we're all being like, oh. I think we should wrap up by doing some letters. We put something on Instagram to say, Easter Belfridge is on tonight. What shall we ask her? And literally, 75% of the questions are, where's your dress from? Are you joking? <laughs> that is hilarious. I said agony aunt question. You're just a piece of meat, Easter. Oh, a God, nicely dressed meat. piece of meat. Well, they're not, I mean, it's not, they don't care about me. They just care about the dress. Right, fine, I'll tell you. So it's from Naked, which claims to be sustainable. I just don't know if that's true. You know, don't know if you can believe it. <laughs> but uh, they are good. I think it's made from recycled material, which is nice. So, uh, and that's Naked, spelt N-A-K-D. And what about the boots is the second most asked question. I'm joking. Um, I don't know why they said that. What accent was that? You're joking. Um, um, You're joking. Um, I actually got these recently. Hang on a second. Uh, Aldo. That's A-L-D-O. And if you want the same size as me, it's size 39. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, I'm, no. I, I just wanted some like juicy agony aunt questions, not like where's your dress from. No, no, no. We do have we do have a lovely question that's kind of a little bit similar to ones we've asked before, but I think that they wanted your opinion on everything as well. Oh. So Clem gets in touch. Hi, Clem. She says, "I'm a hefty fan of the pod. Hefty, hefty, I love hefty that. fan. And I carve out a delicious window each week to listen to it oh, and indulge in a nice window. glass of wine. Clem, hefty. I love you and your use of alliteration. <laughs> Hefty, indulgent. What was the third w- big word she used? Uh, Carve out a delicious window. Mm, okay. A question for both of you and Easter as you are all sparkling career icons of mine. Oh, thanks, Clem. How do you find the confidence to take risks to get where you want to be in the world of food and wine? I love my industry so much. I'm an exec chef, but I used to run a wine startup. But I constantly feel like, cliche alert, an imposter. Any words of wisdom for a gal struggling with feeling low in career confidence 
and invisible in a world that I adore. Thank you, Clem. Oh, Clem. Oh, God. That's a really good question. And I think something that we've probably all struggled with, like I started off my career in a kitchen where it was just me and like 15 guys. And it was still back in back in the days when it was okay to just like be like really gross and misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish I had some better advice. My But my advice is really just to don't take shit and stick at it. Um, but yeah, don't, don't, if, it sounds like you're not in a very good situation and it sounds like you maybe need to look at being in, in a dip. No. Okay. So if you take over, you look like you've got some it's, words of wisdom. One, one thing I was going to say, a brief interjection before you start your amazing answer, but it's similar to questions we've had before, but the questions we've had before are, I want to get into this industry. What do mm. I do? She's all very ready, very much in the industry as an exec chef. It's less of a kind of like, how do I progress? It's more of like a, how do I move from my situation? How do I take risks without mm. A, feeling like an imposter and B, like failing too hard? I mm. think the thing is, especially as women, maybe maybe that's me just thinking that everything's a female-centric experience. That I have. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it is. Um, I think imposter syndrome is something that we all wrestle with all mm-hmm. the time. Even people who you would never think would wrestle with it. I'm sure that everyone in this room would mm-hmm. agree that imposter syndrome uh, takes over lots of the time. I mean, we were literally just saying before the podcast that men are uh, that fact that men are so much more likely to go for jobs that they're not qualified for than yeah. women. Yeah, there's a yeah. statistic somewhere. Trust me. And it, sorry, women, women just always women always want to have the most knowledge ever and be doing things to the best of their ability. And you can still be doing something to the best of your ability and have mm. those doubts. I think that the best advice I can give you is just to push through the negative thoughts in your head. Mm. Uh, You're your own worst enemy when it comes to this kind of thing. I know that I am. So you just have to push through and ignore the stuff that says you're not doing enough, you're not good enough at it. And you've got to try and just keep pushing through to do the work that you want to do. And you do reap the rewards in the end. It doesn't always come easily and it doesn't always feel comfortable. Um... But you basically have to leave your ego at the door mm. and just keep going with and it, I think even when it feels shit. Yeah, it's really important to also bear in mind that learning on, on the job is the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think try... I mean, it's so much easier said than done, but, like, try and dispel that feeling of of imposter syndrome because, yeah, you may, you may not be the most qualified or you may not uh, know exactly where to go or what to do, but learning as you go and learning on the job is in my personal opinion, the best way to do it. And I'm pretty sure the way that we all did it, like mm. none of us were the were the best for the job or for whatever job when we got it or when we moved into it. But like you just, you keep going and just like try and impost, like put it in the bin. I think you just yeah. need to put your blinkers on because I think even if you're at a certain level, there's such a, um, you can fall into the trap of comparing yourself to others. Mm. And I've done that. I'm sure you guys have all done that in oh, some way or another. Mm. But like, yeah, I still do that. And but I think you honestly have to put your blinkers on because so much of this industry, particularly, and I mean, Clem, you didn't say where you wanted to move into, mm. but I'm kind of guessing that if you're saying take risks, you kind of want to do something a bit different from just working in a kitchen and maybe do like more kind of, I don't know, like a content event sort of like vibe instead. Mm. But um, I think that so much of what we do, and correct me if I'm wrong, but so much of it is to do with like, Timing, luck, and ballsiness. Yeah, hundred percent. So do not 
compare yourself to anyone else. Do not be like, oh, well, Easter was doing this at this age. And why am I? Oh, I'm shit because I didn't. Well, Easter works fucking hard. But also like you've had like. I I 100% say that so much of what I've achieved is honestly, honestly, and I'm not joking, is honestly due to luck and being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, same. Yeah, I've worked hard along the way. But, you know, I, I, a lot of it was completely unplanned. And I know that that's such an annoying thing to say because you can't translate that into advice. But like, it's just, the message is that like, you're not doing the wrong thing. You're not on the wrong path. Like sometimes things just fall into place or just happen. Mm. Um, And sometimes it's not necessarily a case of like being the best at something or like working harder than anyone else. Like sometimes it is things just do fall into place and I I think Clem I'm sure things will for you too the bit of advice that I'd give in that regard is if because it is so we all agree because it is so right place right time just get yourself in those places that is a good point yeah yeah get yourself out there and make mistakes it's really cringy but you you nothing things don't happen for you unless you put yourself out there and give it a go yeah and you do learn a fuck ton by getting it wrong learn on the just put yourself out there learn on the job and like make friends as well because that was like a really huge thing for me because like in the industry with no contacts but like even like working in wine like i had contacts in wine but not kind of in the food or like hospitality media space which i'm now really lucky to be a part of but Mm. the only reason that i'm there the only reason that i'm like mob kitchen adjacent that kind of like i get to like go to restaurants as well as like do wine is because of the amazing community of people that uplift you and they support you and they want to collaborate with you. And it's not, I think that the food industry right now as it is, I think it's quite unique in the sense that people want to collab with you for the love because they enjoy what you're doing because Mm. they're like, wow, you're doing something really cool. And it's not like a climby, climby social Mm. ladder sort of area. I mean, maybe it is and I'm just being really naive, but... I I I don't feel that way. Like, it's, it's so nice to just like enjoy everyone else's success success and like just be there like cheering on for everyone we're all doing like ba- vaguely the same thing mm-hmm. right so if we just do cookathons right <laughs> um, Hannah does wine-a-thons I do wine-a-thons and, like, yeah. wine-a-thons. and you know we're all doing the same thing but we're like we're all supporting farming. each other yeah. and like it's just so boring to be like petty and competitive like fuck that there's enough room for everybody and 100%. I think I think in your mind you can sometimes go to like petty stressy places I know I can but you just have to try and try and preach peace and love. Yeah. Mm. And the industry is so small in a positive way because like if you're a dick, then people will not want to work with you and they'll tell everyone. They'll be like, this guy's a dick. True, actually, yeah, don't be a dick because everyone will find out. Yeah, don't the, be the petty. The other advice is, but yeah, be nice. But yeah. if you are nice and because it's so small. Be nice is like, always the number one advice yeah. for anything. For everything. Yeah. Be nice and get yourself Except in the right place. someone's really not do, nice to do you. Do your best and be nice. Yeah. Except for what some, when, when people are really shit and they don't deserve your niceness. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not then. Not then. Be shit. Get yourself in the right places because not only will people tell everyone about what a dick you are if you're a dick but everyone will be like oh well I need someone for that hey I met this girl at like this networking event that was absolutely amazing and she said she did something similar and I think that's probably how I got my first couple of jobs or collaborations poor Claire absolutely have to listen to all this and have we even <laughs> have we even answered the question what is I the, really hope what it helps is the question I hope it helps I like it when um people reply to our agony aunt questions in the comments of the um podcast on apple 
podcast. So please do that, Clem. Um, but or you can just message us. I like what people DM us as well. Yeah. Let us know if that was of any use and if you actually would like a real answer and we can try and do that as well. <laughs> Bree gets in touch. Says, when it's your first time cooking for a date and you want Ooh. to impress, what's on the menu? <gasps> Dishes oh, that aren't too complicated to yes. cook in advance and leave them wanting more. Yep, oh, yep, yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh my God. Okay. Go on, Issa. I'll let you guys take it. Take it away, Issa. Okay. So, low effort, high impact, like ceviche or crudo dishes. I mean, yeah. I know that's not for everyone, but I think there is nothing sexier than raw fish. It's really right? sexy. And like right? zingy flavours, nothing stinky. And so easy. Just get a nice piece of fish, like some nice olive oil, some limes and lemons, some herbs, some chilli, and you've got yourself like a really delicious crudo. Oh God, there's nothing better than a crudo. A crudo and a margarita to start, well, a mezcalita, I think that there's nothing sexier than that. I Lovely. Think. For people that. that don't know what crudo is. Oh, sorry. So a crudo, crudo just means raw, but in this context, um, in the context that people usually use it is when you're talking about raw fish. So um, if you're listening to this in the UK, um, sea bream crudo is delicious. Um, scallop crudo, also oh, yeah, really so good. sweet. And if people so want to give it a try, but they are a bit scared of like food poisoning, where is like a reliable place to get some stuff? Or can you just go think, to your local? Yeah, just, I mean, so uh, I would say if you're going to do a raw fish dish, uh, go to a fishmonger rather than a supermarket and just ask them, just say, I want to do a raw fish dish. Which fish will you, would you recommend? Um, which makes a hell of a lot more sense than googling what fish is good for raw dishes because that it like completely depends on where in the world you are. So the go to freshness your fish, yeah. is also very so, exactly. Here. So go to your fishmonger, ask them what's fresh, what's good enough to serve raw. Um, another like tri- uh, tip if you are slightly cautious and you've got the the fresh one that the fishmonger recommends, just stick it in the freezer, um, and that will like kill off any but i mean the thing is seafood poison is going to happen if it happens and like you just gotta it's just it's it's worth you just gotta it roll with the punches you just gotta roll sexy with it. bonding sexy bonding. Yeah, it's I mean, an emotional bonding experience obviously <laughs> ask for the recommendation for the, the the freshest fishy in the shop but also know if you're a fish eater just one day you're probably going to get seafood poisoning anyway that's not sexy at all so so <laughs> moving swiftly on to the main course Wait. Oh, are you doing the makeup? No, 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 you are. You can, oh, I just did, share I, just you. I, like I just did the starter. We're, we're, so ceviche or a crudo and a mezcalita to start. Amazing. Okay, so I I think that pasta is the sexiest yeah. thing you can serve as a main, yeah. undoubtedly. my The first time I ever cooked for my boyfriend... Beyonce. Beyonce. I will not say the word fiancé because it's just <laughs> say it, disgusting. Say I'm going to say partner. Partner. The first time I ever cooked for him, it was in my sister's flat. She was on holiday and I was looking after her flat. So I invited him around to cook for him there. I was still living with my, with my mm. parents at that point. And I made uh, roasted squash and smoked chili. Oh, baby. Uh, tortellini. Oh, my God. And that was actually quite stressful because I didn't know where anything yeah, was in my that sister's kitchen. Really stressful. I basically gave myself too much to do. I wouldn't do filled pasta. I would do. Uh, a tagliatelle or a pappardelle. I'd make a ragu, probably mm. something, a nice slow braise that's really low effort that you just whack in the oven mm-hmm. the morning of the day before, even have yeah. it in the freezer or the fridge a few days in advance. Mm-hmm. And then make some fresh pasta. You can hand cut it, no problem. If you don't have a pasta roller, make some cavatelli, even better. Or buy pasta from the shop. 
or buy pasta from the <laughs> shop if uh, you're feeling like you don't want to have a mental breakdown. If or you don't you've had pasta too many margaritas. Yeah, the mezcalitas have gone to your head yeah, and you're yeah, ready yeah, for right. shit. I'd probably serve it with a red wine that isn't going to give you red wine lips. Mm, mm. Something like thirst. Something, something like exactly thirst, like this. A nice yeah. light red. Or I'd go like a Beaujolais Nouveau oh, or really? a Pinot Noir or something that's like a little bit. My earring is smacking the microphone. So <laughs> um, a light red that isn't going to stain your lips, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what I would go for. Pud. Pud. Shagging. Yeah, shagging. I mean, shagging. If it's sorry, but if it's if, <laughs> if it's, it's a good that date, good, then no you're not dessert. getting you're, you're in not the, getting you're to in the, the bedroom. Dessert. You're on the sofa doing your thing. Do your thing. Get a bar of chocolate, maybe. Yes, Get a good bar of dark chocolate For, in the fridge. Are you a fridge chocolate or um, a cupboard chocolate? Are you a fridge chocolate? <laughs> um, I do enjoy a good fridge chocolate, yeah. I'm fridge chocolate. I really am. And Oh, actually, you know what? I'm. Oh, sorry, Hannah, you go. No, I've got a really good shout. She's um, like waving her arms around in the corner. The best thing that I've ever had after sex is a massive plate of different fruit. <gasps> it was so refreshing. It was so refreshing and rehydrating and I got my blood sugars back up. I would 100% Maybe recommend Maybe if you're a mango that. season, a really juicy mango. Mm. Hmm, interesting. I'm not strawberries. Sure. Strawberries. I'm trying to think if I would want a big fruit platter after sex. Some straws, maybe. I guess I wouldn't say no. <laughs> but, no. But actually, no, I think I would say no. Really? I might want some, I think I'd want cold chocolate from the fridge, actually. Or maybe some yeah. ice cream. No. Ooh. You know what? I don't think I want dessert after sex. I just, I don't know. Go, go to bed. Excuse me. Snooze. Snooze time. Or, you know what? I'm probably back on the, back on the margs. <laughs> At this point, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Why the hell not? Um, uh, so was that a short enough answer for you? I think that was great. I think that, that sounds like a dream date. Wait, no. Okay. Can we, listening? Okay. Can, we, uh, can we just go back? I think we just need to clarify what what dessert would be if we hadn't got to the sex yet. Okay. If you so weren't what ready are some for sexy shagging desserts? yet. Um, Obviously, tiramisu's a sexy dessert. Creme brulee is quite sexy. Creme brulee is sexy. Sorbets are sexy. Sorbets are sexy. Ch- like really good chocolate ice cream is sexy. Chocolate mousse. Chocolate sexy. mousse also sexy. <laughs> desserts are sexy. Many, many sexy desserts. Oh, name an unsexy dessert. Ooh, uh, crumble. Spotted dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not sexy for dessert or when it's uh, in in bed. Yeah, you know what's not sexy no, for a dessert? No, no disrespect. <laughs> oh I was so quick on crumble, and you were straight with spotted dick. <laughs> Crumble's also ones. a little bit too homely, a yeah, bit too maternal. Too I love crumble. Don't get me wrong. I actually uh, controversially really don't like crumble. Really? Oh. I know many many have tried to convince me otherwise, but I'm going to stand strong. There you go. I I respect you for that. You know what? I just want a really good chocolate ice cream, like a chocolate gelato. Oh, Do you know what? I love the Hackney Gelato chocolate mm. sorbet. Yeah, that is good. It's very it's nice. It's really good. And maybe with a bit of like a really good dark roast pistachio shoved in there. Not shoved, but like in the same bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a bit oh. of salt on top. Ooh, lovely. Salty, Ooh. salty puds. Yeah, Sexy. A bit of salt on top. All right, we're going to go off and eat exactly that. <laughs> I wish. I hope that answers your question. I Sounds think... like we're shagging now. Huh? I know. <laughs> we're actually going to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm way too This has descended into smut. Oh, oh no. East, I think we should just stop before we get too carried away. <laughs> East, is there anything you want to plug before plug. we leave? Um, plug, 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 plug. Buy tickets? <laughs> uh, I don't have any tickets for sale. I mean, if you wanted, you could buy my book. That's always nice, isn't it? Oh, actually, It's a no, very good no, book. You know confirm. what? I do have one request, okay? So on Amazon, 
people annoying people like to sometimes give like one star arrive damage or like one oh. star like pages were folded and like I get that yeah it's annoying when things arrive damaged but like it's not the fault of the author and like you can do it in a different way so like if you have my book and you've been enjoying it maybe leave a review that wouldn't be too bad because there's and also there was another one the other day which is like I don't understand it weird flavors and ingredients one star <laughs> and I'm like okay fine fair enough that one is fair enough she doesn't like it but like the oh, bit arrive damage and like bent that's just annoying because it just brings the average down so yeah, either buy my book or if you like it, only if you like it, then leave a review. <laughs> I would like to just confirm that Easter's book is glorious. Sensational. And so many amazing recipes. So if you are into exciting flavours, then get it. Also, thanks for listening, guys. No, thank you. Me. Thank you so much for thank coming. Thank you for coming. Yay. And for stepping in. <laughs> Last bit, we, oh yeah. yeah I'm yeah, actually not disclosure. even supposed to be here. Full disclosure, <laughs> we had a space. And I was like, Easter. You're like, yes, fine. Yeah, I'm I'm there. And we love this. I'm literally it. sitting here as a sloppy second. You're sloppy slave. You're the, you're the nicest sloppy second. I am, I've ever to be seen. fair, I'm pretty sloppy at the moment. <laughs> if you like the podcast, rate, review, subscribe, all the above. We will only continue podcasting as long as you like it. Yeah, yeah. please. So love us. Yeah, please. We Yeah, we run on. We're like Tinkerbell. We run on attention and compliments. So <laughs> if you stop giving us compliments and reviews, then we will all die. Yeah, they will. They will. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week for more Silly Chat. All right. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.